Grand Rising and welcome back to the podcast. As usual, before we begin, we want to get to a comfortable space and we want to take those three deep breaths together. So let me give you a moment. If you're going to be in lotus position or just comfortably seated in a chair or on your back, nonetheless, we want to relax our body. Those three deep breaths are going to go four seconds in. We're going to hold for two seconds and six seconds out. Let's begin. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. Wholeness and balance. Vibrational awareness into our moment with our breath and with our present physical adjustment to the moment. Wow. Let's begin with that world, that word. Wow. We could break it down in an acronym and say it means watch out world or without warning. You might have found yourself in that space right now. Globally, things are adjusting and they're changing and they're going in ways that for most of us, the energy seems like an up and down wave. Something we're learning to balance with. And so having a sense of mindfulness in your meditation, in your daily life, in your practice, that is your breath with every moment. It's important. It's important to know how you feel at best often, if not in every moment. And the feeling doesn't have to be emotionally based. You're just checking in with yourself. You're not associating any story with it. You're just checking in with yourself right here, right now. In the previous episode, I talked about reaching out to your family, reaching out to your friends. And what I was hopefully asking of you as well, along with all the things I said there, secretly I wanted you to also reach out to yourself. I think it's a great time right now to check in with family and friends, especially with the global position of things and the energy of things. But also check it in with yourself. Yes, yes, yes. This is where a practice like mindfulness and meditation come into primary practice. It's almost in important that you do something like this before your day begins. Come into a comfortable space. And again, you can start it before you get up each morning. 
before you go to bed at night or during your day. The idea is to use your breath to bring that moment into wholeness. With consistent practice, you will learn to zen out. You will learn to control that space so much so your awareness of everything around you in that moment will grow. So you may notice the external factors of maybe the wind, the sound of people, places, and things around you before you get into your internal space and your internal awareness. Or it may start that way. Internally, you're checking in with your body. You're checking in with your stomach, checking in with your chest, checking in with your shoulders, checking in with your, your face. And then you start to think about the external world. Of course, there's always contrast and negativity and the ego when it's not properly placed or properly found in a home that suits you and your highest self. So you might be worried about the space around you, what people are thinking. Then find a comfortable space. Don't put yourself in a space that already gives you the contrast to fight against, to try to get comfortable. So externally, don't stand in front or stand next to a train track or a train station. Don't stand next to a speaker. Don't stand in the middle of the office. Don't stand in a crowd of people when there's a lot of noise going around. And intentionally without, well, with good intention, but without good intention, try to meditate or try to come to a whole state. It's very difficult to do that. So first, practice in a space where you're comfortable. Because as we can see, the energy around us, the world around us has its own flow as well. And with good practice, we can find ourselves in that flow as well. So how are you holding up? For me, it's been great and not so great, which is okay. To me, I, I don't look at life for its difficulties more than I feel like I have to adjust often. And within that space and time, it could be weekly, daily, monthly, just depending on what I call adjustment. taken enough practice in understanding my emotional standpoint in things I know when to choose my battle at best I know when to choose how I'm going to get upset about what I want to get upset about reality as we so call it the idea of the external world and our perception of it is given it continues to unfold for us daily in our perception of it whether you're closing your eyes and in this meditative space with me here you're relaxed and just listening to the sound of my voice and that alone 
is your current awareness into this reality. But then it's also the space of your awareness of where you are. Are you seated? Are you laying down? How are you seated? Where are you in the space of where you are now? In your home? In a public setting? All these things are perceptional awareness that help your sense and the self come back into its space. Utilizing the ego and what I said earlier about getting into a comfortable space. The ego doesn't work best if you're trying to be, you're trying to meditate or find a state of mindfulness in a crowd. The ego is not helping if you're constantly bombarding yourself with negative news or the idea of fear and anxiety. The ego is just going to play with you in a way that causes that anxiety, fear, contrast, discomfort. It's going to cause it to continue to bubble up or find space in in everything you perceive around it. So you're on your way to work or on your way to a a different location and you find yourself arguing about traffic. Are you aware that you made it there safely? Are you aware of how you're making it there? Hopefully you get there safely. Are you or are you stuck in traffic mentally and physically? dealing with some anxiety and contrast that right now is not serving you to your highest self the ego loves it but you're aware of the ego's controlling your emotional standpoint now we can break it all down and say you actually like the troubles and you like the complaining but then if you are aware enough to see that you're complaining and you like to complain and that doesn't feel good, then you're well aware of how to stop it. So how are you? Are you holding on to your goals? Are you finding that consistent drive? Are you coming back to your own space, even with what's happening around, the, around you? It's not to deny it. I spent the last week training and conditioning and learning more of how to run faster in this sport and art of movement I love so much. I didn't ignore the world around me and I didn't feel like it was something that I needed to escape from or even on the opposite side get more involved in than the space I was in now. I just learned to balance. Some days were better than others. So now I'm finding myself in the end of the week and the beginning of a new week of that space. That journey has ended. I've taken notes. I've learned a lot. I've recorded videos. I've given myself enough information mentally and physically and externally that when I want to go back into that space or if I want to renew that space, I have stuff to help me re-envision it. So I'm comfortable with moving into a new space and I call it 
work mode. My running, my meditation, my podcast, my relaxing, my studyings now all have to take precedence in their own space and learning how to turn off and turn on and switch properly and find wholeness in those spaces continues to be more important than getting caught up in those spaces. Not easy, but definitely a better practice than not. So how you doing? How are your goals feeling to you? Even right here, right now. Again, in the last episode, I asked you to release what wasn't working and learn how to embrace what was. Can you still do that now? With the intensity or the magnification of the reality around us that's happening? We can think about what it all means. Because that's important. We love knowledge. It's one of our survival techniques. But after we're done with that... Can the knowledge serve us? How does it serve us? And if so, what are we going to do with it? Some of you may know that I practice yoga a lot as well. And I'd mentioned before how I've taken some space away from trying to share it socially so much more than just do it personally. Because when I was in the drive of sharing it often, I was coming from a space where I did it so much without sharing that it was a part of my daily work. Something that I did, so sure, why not record it? Other factors around that meditation and that daily practice changed. And with the added practice of recording it and finding a meaning behind it and associating with different groups, of men and women who believed in a meditative yoga practice. All of that added into my regular scheduled programming and with the world changing around me made it difficult for me to find space to just do yoga. So something had to be released, maybe more than one. And so once I took a step back, I tried doing the moves that I enjoyed more than the whole idea of a flow or a whole set of movements. And even then, I didn't feel fulfilled. And that would make sense if I'm coming from a space where I was able to do all all the salutations I wanted, all the different movements I wanted without recording them so that recording them felt like a way of sharing authentically but then the coin flipped as to my point 
And over time, I found myself back into an easier flow, physically and mentally, that now allows me to do that yoga and do the movements and grow into my, grow into better movements and stronger stretches and, you know, more strength in my flow. That I'm very thankful for the contrast that I experienced prior to. Relating that to our space now, this too shall pass. It has to. And while we're here, somewhat feeling like we're in the center of it all, that's a great moment to realize where you are in the center of it all. Are you in fear? Are you in joy? Are you in between? Or are you in all three? You're just riding the wave of all three. Be careful. Pray. If prayer is you talking to the source, all that is, higher consciousness, then meditation is you listening to all of that. So pray. And also find balance to meditate. If you want, you can consider that a mindfulness practice. The idea of balance in prayer and meditation. Putting it on one of those scales or like a Libra sign. You're balancing left and right. You got prayer on one side. You got meditation on the other side. And whatever space and time you want that reality of that image to exist in. In relation to when you're in meditation. And that side is heavier. Or when you're in relation to or when you're in the space of prayer. And that side is heavier. If you want that to be every other day, if you want that to be in every other breath, envision that space or envision that reality of when you're in prayer, one side is heavier. And when you're in meditation, the other side is heavier. And then teach yourself how to balance the two. My example of how I balance prayer and meditation is living through my day and becoming aware of my emotional standpoint in it all. It's not difficult. If I get to work and all they're talking about is this and that and this and that and I'm not in a space to be, I don't want to hear it, let's say, then I can notice where that prayer and or that meditation is best. Do I pray here? Do I meditate here? Or do I find an even balance between the two? 
for me, my even balance is not in, is to not get involved into the conversation and to not deny it if it comes to my doorstep. Don't seek it. Don't deny that I don't hear it. But become aware that I don't have to step into it. And so let's say the coworker comes to my office or comes around the corner or I'm walking down the hall, whatever. We meet into a space and they share with me, hey, do you agree with all this contrast and this negative blah, blah, blah? And then I can find my space to what that means. I can create a conversation or I can find a way to answer politely and move forward. But my awareness in the beginning of not stepping into a conversation that I wasn't, that I didn't want, but not denying it, not leaving the room, trying to shut them out. And no, that's happening there. And I am here. That's my example. There's many more we can hopefully find for ourselves and I can give you. But coming from the previous episode about springing forward, in this episode, consider this the drive, the evening, how to balance it both. Maybe not all, just both. Your prayer and your meditation. It's still a new year. We just got our tax returns in the U.S. It's still March. The third month of the year. Where are you going? Hopefully not nowhere. And if it is somewhere, hopefully it's for your greater good. And the world around you. We share and learn and grow from each other in many ways. So if we can keep that in mind, then we can understand the power we hold. And how important it can and must and will be when we put it into practice. When we find a mindful way to exist within it. I like bringing different people onto the podcast so they can share their reality and their space and their examples of what it is to be mindful and have a meditation about it. For me, there's not much to say. There's so much more to do. We can talk about this all later. Right now, creating a physical discipline that speaks to your breath and your motion, your physical action, your movement in this world is more important. It's more important to start being the example of that betterment. And it's not about making it look right. It's just about doing it. Because the opposite of not doing it, or the opposite, doesn't work. We've been down, we've been down that path before. 
And it's not, again, it's not easy. It's good to find yourself around people, places, and things that can help you balance. But that doesn't always work out. Okay, every day you go for a walk down the street, it makes you feel good to do it. One day you go down the street and there's a angry dog hurling, running, speeding, coming at you. Whatever space you want to create, let's say you got away. It's the next day. Now you have a decision. Your awareness of that moment enhances because you experience something down a path that was once in joy for you that now gave you a sense of no joy, anxiety, contrast, fear, whatever. But are you going to go down that road or not? Or are you going to find a new road? A new road that can offer you even a greater space, if not the same space. But nonetheless, your awareness of how that creation is within your hands and your being and your thought is the lesson there, is the key takeaway always. There's different versions of drive mode. You don't have to be someone else's example more than you need to be the best for yourself. So keep it clean, keep it authentic. But make sure it's you. Make sure it's the you you want to be and the you you want to see when you look in the mirror. It's so important in this time right now to find that meditative space to get to a mindfulness moment. And it doesn't have to be a stillness practice. It can be a movement practice. Again, using the example of prayer and meditation on a scale. One could be stillness. One could be movement. Prayer could be stillness. Movement could be, med- could be meditation. The drive is different for everybody. Find yours. Meditate into it often. Grow with the best example so that you can share with the best authenticity, with the most authenticity. There's that saying that if you don't lie, you don't need to remember anything. It's not a matter if it's right or wrong. I just like the way it sounds. It brings a certain level of peace and joy and laughter into my mind when I hear it. So I use it when I can. And in, in this example, I believe I'm, I believe I'm doing that for you right now. My voice is breaking up. I apologize. It's late. And I really took some space to try to flow into this episode of the podcast because there's so much knowledge I can continue sharing with you and break stuff down. But I've, I felt the best thing right now is just to talk. Talk specifically like if we're 
sitting down next to each other, and I'm asking you, how are you? What's good? How are you feeling about the world and the things that are going on right now? And then I have a question for you. After you expanded on how you feel, my question to you is, what are you going to do about it? You have the power. If your awareness is so great to feel and get emotionally involved with what's happening, then what are you going to do about it? Namaste.